Hi guys, welcome to episode 16 of The Beauty of Ugly. My name is Sim Tong and let's talk about some stuff. Right, so today I am going to actually talk about some of the things that I've learned from podcasting and from live streaming. So yeah, here I'm my top, how many are here? I think there are about nine, let's call them nine. My top nine tips for podcasting and live streaming. So here we go. Uh, I should get some water actually. That's, that's tip number one, get some water. No, tip number one is actually have a reason. Have a reason for your podcast and have a reason for your live stream. And I don't mean, by reason, I don't mean like um, I want to have the best top podcast in the world or I want to have like a, a million subscribers, you know, I want to have the best live stream in the world. Um, that is like too vague a reason. I think it's got to be a bit more specific. Like what do you want the podcast to be for you and for your audience? So for like for me, my podcast is just um, a place for me to explore all my ideas that I don't really get to explore when talking to um, other people. Even my friends and loved ones, I would have ideas that I normally don't share there. I mean, I would have ideas that normally it's too clumsy to talk about uh, to other people. And I would explore that with myself and my podcast audience. So that is uh, the whole idea for my podcast, The Beauty of Ugly, the one that you're listening to now uh, and watching now. And then... Uh, for my live stream, actually, for my live stream, I actually changed my reason a few times. Uh, I think in the beginning, it was just uh, something to, I just wanted to have a live stream, which is uh, not really a good reason to have a live stream. I just wanted one because all my friends had one and I figured out, wow, it actually, it's a pretty easy thing to do, like much easier than I thought, which, which wasn't a very strong reason to have a live stream, but um after about a week of doing it, I realized that actually what I really wanted to do was just to talk to uh, all my friends and catch up with my friends because we're all stuck at home and uh, I want to check on them. You know, I want to I want to see how things are out there in the outside world, uh, especially well, both locally and globally as well. I wanted to see how people were coping, how how everyone was doing. So that was the original reason for the podcast. And I think over time, I mean, for the live stream, sorry. Uh, and over time, I figured out that actually, um, I kind of figured out like this whole MC or this whole quarantine thing. I kind of figured out like, um, you know, in the beginning, it was kind of like, I don't know how, life is going to be like, right? But after a few weeks in, after a few months in, we all kind of got the got the hang of it in a way, got the hang of quarantine life. And then the podcast kind of evolved a little bit, not so much into asking questions about how are you doing, do, doing during quarantine, but more general. And it was, but it was still mostly to do with um, catching up with friends, you know, uh, catching up with old friends and making new friends. So, the whole idea is really to um, to keep up friendships and uh, make friends, and um, yeah, and to chat with friends. 
and that has been my reason. And sometimes I forget my reasons, you know. And uh, and then when I remember them, everything seems so easy again. So I'll talk a little bit more about this uh, a little later, uh, because uh, it is kind of overlapping with another point that I have as well. So another tip, the second tip for podcasting and live streaming with would be to, um, I think, uh, not feel overwhelmed by the complexity of it and to just start today. Yeah. Um, I, I wrote here, start today, which is to say, really, all you really need to uh, start a podcast is uh, basically a podcasting service. Uh, like I'm using Podbean, but there are, there are others out there. There's basically many out there. Um, yeah, and you can start for free, you know, you can try them out for free. And then when you like it after about 10 episodes, maybe you can, uh, you can, if you really like that one, you can start paying or, or if you feel like your podcasting is not for you, you've tried a few episodes and it's not for you, then you didn't really pay anything. So that's cool. Um, yeah, so, and all you really need to record a audio podcast is just, uh, your phone really you can do it on your phone your phone's got a microphone uh, you can record on it and you can it's connected to the internet you can upload you know your auto audio files with it uh, with live streaming basically you also just need your phone or a computer a computer is better for live streaming um, but although the phone has uh, oh hi Francis um uh, Francis is saying hi over here in the in the video chat. Okay, so um, yeah, so although the phone has a better camera than your phone would generally have a better camera than your computer, but um, for live streaming somehow it shrinks everything to a low resolution and sends it through. Uh, yeah, so generally I found that computers work better, uh, but. As long as your computer has a decent webcam and you have a pretty good lighting source, like if you're in front of a window, it's pretty good. Or if you're beside a window, it's pretty good. Um, and then you can just use the built-in mic on your computer, which is okay. If you have the earbuds or the ear set that came with your, um, with your phone, uh, and you can buy those for pretty cheap. You can, you know, those um, earphones that come with a mic on the on one side of the cables. Uh, yeah, you plug that into your computer, and that works really well. Uh, and yeah, I didn't even know that. You know, I didn't realize that you could do that really uh, <laughs> until I bought a mic, my first uh, USB mic, and then I plugged my earbuds into the mic but I could have um, improved the first stage of my live streaming like the first uh, the first two weeks of my live streaming I think I could have been improved a lot if I just plugged uh, my earbuds straight into the computer and yeah that's really all you need and that's about um, like I own a lot of uh, stuff now that like helps with the production quality of my live streaming. I have like uh, lighting and uh, video capture cards and uh, 
and my wife's camera, which I have kind of uh, um, borrowed. And, um, and all these help. But if you just have a computer with a webcam that is pretty decent quality, hopefully, and you have uh, earbuds that can plug straight into your computer, that's about, I would say, 80% of the production value already uh, of what I have. The other 20% is like you have to uh, buy a lot more things and pay a lot more just to improve it just a little bit. Yeah. So yeah, you can start today if you have a computer and an internet connection. And um, if you want to start a podcast, you can try it out for free for a while. If you want to start a live stream, actually, all you need is to start a free StreamYard account and you get 20 hours a month for free as long as you don't mind the having the StreamYard watermark, the StreamYard logo on your live stream. Uh, yeah, it's pretty okay. And... And uh, 20 hours a month is actually very, very generous, very adequate. Uh, and in fact, if I wasn't streaming daily, if I was just streaming like, let's say, um, 14 days out of the month or 15 days out of the month, like let's say every other day, and my streams are limited to just one hour per stream, uh, that would be about 15 hours a month, which falls uh, uh, safely within the 20 hours a month period. And, and if I didn't care about recording, you know, the stream, uh, that's very adequate, actually. Um, yeah. So tip number three for podcasting and live streaming is embrace failure. Um, yeah, so I made a bunch of uh, boo-boos, and that's okay. And uh, there was a bunch of failures that uh, you could say is not really my fault, but I don't know. Like, for example, when uh, uh, when I had a heckler on one of my uh, checking in on funny people uh, live stream, I, I think I handled it okay, but um, it was a stressful experience for me because I didn't know like it was new to me, the experience. So I, I didn't know how to handle it. And so uh, looking back on it, I feel like now I now that I've had that experience, I would know how to handle it a little bit better. Um, uh, when I started paying for StreamYard, I didn't realize that you could record in uh, 720p uh, if you downloaded the... I mean, StreamYard records it for me, and then I can download the file within seven days of uh, each stream that I do. I didn't realize that because I didn't read. I didn't read the um, all the stuff I was supposed to read. I just was very happy to be able to stream more than twenty hours a month, and that was why I was paying for it. Um, yeah, I didn't realize that you could download the recording and. That would have saved me a lot of trouble. I had a lot of uh, recording that was actually very low definition because I was downloading it off of uh, Facebook, uh, which was at 480p, I think. 
So I could have been downloading at 720p this whole time, and uh, uh, I didn't realize it. And uh, so I, I missed the opportunity to download some of the earlier episodes. And so I learned from that. You know, I uh, it's something that I didn't know, and now I know. So yeah, there, there's going to be all kinds of mistakes. I I made some mistakes with the voice mod. Uh, I had I had voice mod linked to my stream deck and to make some voices and uh i didn't realize that sometimes uh you're not supposed to hold down the button and i was holding down the button and and the voice wasn't coming through and i was being smug and like i'm um, saying cute things and i didn't realize that my uh voice changer wasn't really working properly and uh thank god nuha pointed it out and uh that was actually not on one of my live streams or my shows or my podcast i did that on uh, the lockup, which is uh, Nuha and Stephen Bones and uh, Mike Sadi's show, and yeah, so I <laughs> I I made the mistake on their show, unfortunately. So, uh, uh, but it was funny uh, that it was uh, all messed up like that, and that was a funny episode on their show. So yeah, make mistakes on other people's shows if you can. <laughs> Uh, I bought a HDMI switcher to try out two different camera angles, but uh, uh, it was such a poor product, um, paid like 400 ringgit, which is like close to 100 USD for it. It was such a poor product that there was a two-second delay between switching cameras, and um, during that delay time, the, the, the screen would just go black, uh, it was just not uh, not good enough for me. So I went back to one camera angle and I returned that thing to Lazada. Uh, so yeah, it was a bunch of, bunch of things that I failed at and learned from. And uh, it's okay, you know, because uh, uh, that means that this thing is uh, not as easy as... I mean, it is easy, you know, get started, learn as you go. But... Um, the learning curve can be steep as you get deeper into it, and that's okay because uh, that's that's part of the fun, right? You learn as you go. Um, I hope you guys can hear me. Can you guys all hear me? Because uh, I didn't really check my audio that well. All right, I think you guys can hear me fine. Uh, I'm gonna keep talking. Yeah, so point number three is uh, embrace failures. Uh, it's all part of the fun, all part of the learning. Point number four for uh, tip number four for podcasting and live streaming is try different things. Uh, so yeah, that is also part of the fun, right? You get to try different things. And you get to be kind of uh, the first to discover things as well sometimes. Um, yeah, that's always fun. I've been trying. What's up? The Zoom not letting you in. Yeah. Okay, sorry, my son is here. Wait, 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 wait. What happened? Try again, try again. Try again. 
Okay, sorry about that. My son is uh, complaining that his uh, online class Zoom meeting is not letting him in. So uh, I don't know what to tell him except to try again. And uh, yeah, so coming back to tip number four. Tip number four for podcasting and live streaming is to try different things and have fun with it. I actually had like just with my room layout, I've like rearranged this room a few times already. Um, had to clean it up quite a bit. And my computer used to be facing this, like I turned it 90 degrees. It used to be like directly facing the window. And that had its advantages and disadvantages. And then, uh, and then one day, I was on uh, the Stephen Bones podcast, the Stephen Bones Everything podcast, and he was recording. Um, he was doing an online recording. So I was streaming from my end. He was streaming from his end. We were having a conversation. And he suggested, um, why don't I turn my computer and face, have the blue wall behind me? And I tried that. And since then, I've been quite liking it. It's still got its uh, issues. Um, having a a wall, uh, having a having a wall behind me is uh, not ideal. Uh, not the most ideal acoustic condition, I would say. Like a lot of the sound bounces off um, a lot of the walls, and then it bounces off this back wall and comes back into the mic. And uh, so having this mic helps a little bit. It's not ideal. Um, but having a dynamic mic helps a little bit. So yeah, um, been trying like all kinds of lighting arrangements. You know, um, I've been trying a bunch of uh, broadcasting software uh, from B Live in the beginning. I think I was following uh, what Brian and Kieran and everyone else was doing. You know, Calvin and Zach and and Stephen Bones and uh, and Mike Sadi. And Nuha, they were all using Belief, so I used Belief. And then everyone switched to Stream Live, so I switched to Stream uh, Stream Yard. And then I I switched to Stream Stream Yard. And then a bunch of us were trying out OBS as well, which is uh, got a pretty steep learning curve, although it's free. And I'm still learning that thing. I I know the basics of how to use it now. Um, but uh, and then there's also VMix, which was introduced to me by uh Gajin. so i'm kind of trying that out as well so still learning obs and vmix i still have to say that Streamyard is the best one for having an interview uh, or having a chat with someone i feel that Streamyard is really um, user-friendly not just for the host but also for the guest so i quite like it um Okay, tip number tip number five is keep it sustainable. So at one point, I was doing the weekly podcast and two live streams a day. I was doing the checking in on funny people live stream every day. And I was also doing the reading news together live stream every morning. And it was almost sustainable i would say except i was also figuring out that i also realized that actually i hardly saw my family when i was doing two live streams a day so um so after a while i realized like oh no something's gotta give right so uh 
yeah, so I went back to one a day and that was much more manageable. Although I was enjoying it, I was enjoying both doing both live streams. Um, but now, now I've cut it down to like one a day and I can choose between those two live streams and that's much more manageable. And yeah, you always got to keep it sustainable, I think. Um, and that's also why uh, coming, that's also, uh, that brings me to, okay, so that brings me to point number six, tip number six for podcasting and live streaming, which is work efficiently. Um, you have to find ways to make it easier for you. Like I'm constantly looking for ways to make it easy. Uh, and if I can just press a button and everything um, is ready to go, that would be ideal. You know, I'm still trying to figure out how to make, how to streamline my processes, my workflow, everything, trying to, I'm constantly tr thinking of how to make things easier for myself. Um, I realize like, um, I realize like actually for the podcast, uh, I didn't do it this time, but uh, I'm going to do it probably for the next episode. And for the podcast, I think it's more efficient for me if I just do more than one recording or if I do a rehearsal or do just a run through of the podcast episode and then do the actual episode. That might actually be better than doing it just once and then and then making mistakes on it and then uh, coming back to edit it because I realized that editing is really a very tedious process for me because uh, maybe I'm not a very efficient editor or, or maybe I just have to figure out some other way to, um, to make my editing easier. Maybe I have to make notes as I'm, as I'm doing the live stream and podcast, right? And say, okay, at minute, you know, at uh, the 15 minute mark, uh, look out for this chunk that I have to edit out or something like that. Yeah, so little things that you can make to make things, make your life easier, make your work more efficient. Uh, it's good. I think having said that, I think this episode, I'm actually not going to edit it at all. I'm just going to dump it all in. So it's going to sound very rough compared to my other episodes, which um, as uh, I've already um, full disclosure, you know, I edit a lot of my episodes to make it sound like I'm very concise when in fact I'm I'm a terrible rambler. Uh, so this episode this episode's gonna be very raw and you guys are gonna hear that and I hope you guys can forgive me. Uh, because I also realized that I want to save energy as well. I know that the last two times I edited my podcast episode i was very happy with the results but at the same time it, it took so many hours it took so much out of me that i was just very tired the next day i wasn't giving my best when i was doing the the monday live stream uh that happened i think when i was talking to ron jostle uh we had a great chat but uh we had a great chat but at the same time i feel like um i was just you know uh, I couldn't find the words I <laughs> needed to, I wanted to say, I wanted to use, and uh, it would have been a lot better if I had gotten proper sleep and uh, rested properly. That makes, a, that makes a big difference for me, I realize now. Um, yeah, uh, it's a very big uh, 
a very big factor to my performance is whether or not I get enough rest. Uh, yeah, a guy my age, that is very important. So point tip number seven for podcasting and live streaming is to have fun, you know, uh, have something. Of course, we are always being told that we have to focus on the audience, have something, give the audience what they want, right? Uh, but at the same time, I feel that it is important to have something in it for yourself. So for my live streaming, what, is, what I have in it for myself is that I am making friends, right? I'm making a connection either with, uh, with an old friend or with uh, a new acquaintance. I'm, yeah, when I make that connection for myself, I'm enjoying myself and the guest relaxes, I'm relaxed. Uh, the audience, um, the viewers, uh, they enjoy the, the podcast or the live stream a lot more. So yeah, having fun is important and it'll keep you through uh, your live streaming and podcasting journey. And yeah. Point number eight is to enjoy the learning curve. Um Yes, I think. Okay, so if the learning curve is not steep, then it is good, right? You can learn things very quickly. But if something, if you find that the learning curve is steep, no matter what you're into, whether it's podcasting, live streaming, a new hobby, woodworking, um, baking, uh, bread making, whatever it is, knitting, right? Whatever you're getting into, if you find that the learning curve is uh, not so steep, that's a good thing because you can learn very quickly and you can improve very quickly. If the learning curve is steep, then you can also still see it as a good thing because, um, because that means that it is not an easy uh thing to master right and that means you can enjoy the journey the journey is longer you can enjoy it longer and also um it's more special right when you when you learn something and it's not easy and it takes you time to learn it by the time you have learned it um it's more special you're one of the uh few people who who know how to do it now um yeah so i would say i wouldn't say live streaming or podcasting is hard um the beginning part i learned a lot very quickly um there's also a lot of technical stuff that took me a long time to to learn uh and but i would say that is that is like the the part where you learn a lot to make a little bit of difference. Uh, like it took me a long time to learn about lighting and lighting is very important and I'm still learning. Um, but it doesn't mean that the before I learned it, I couldn't do the podcast or the live stream. I just set up my computer directly facing the window or facing the window at an angle. And that was that was good enough. That was very decent already, you know. Of course, when a cloud passes through, it 
it affects the lighting and uh, I just had to um, deal with that right and the viewers had to deal with that and that was okay that was you know it was it was good enough it was um, I would say that is 80% good enough and then the other 20% um, it's hard to um, you have to put in a lot more effort to get a little bit of improvement yeah and yeah so enjoy the learning curve um, this comedian that I uh, really admire uh, one of my comedy heroes Mark Norman I was in New York one time and I bumped into him and so we got a selfie together and then later I messaged him on his Facebook I found him on Facebook and messaged him and he replied I, I was telling him how I uh, really appreciate it I really appreciated his comedy and really enjoyed his comedy and he said thank you and he said this, he said, comedy is hard. I also told him that I was an, uh, I said, aspiring comedian. I didn't dare to say it like I'm a comedian, right? So I said, uh, I'm also, I also do comedy. I also, I also am an aspiring comedian. I said something like that, just to keep it humble, you know? And he said this, he said, comedy is hard. Stick with it, man. It's the best. The heart is what makes it good. The heart is what makes it good. Um, and I thought about this a lot, and uh, since then, I always, I always kept this quote uh, close to me because I, whenever I feel like something is hard to do, I feel like uh, it is true. You know what Mark Norman said: um, "The heart is what makes it good." If every, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. Everybody would, you know, be killing it as a as a comedian, and it wouldn't be special, right? Yeah. And I think that applies for a lot of the things that we do as well. Um, yeah, so enjoy the process, enjoy the learning curve. Um, um, it is good, you know, if you haven't learned everything there is to learn about um, your new hobby or your new uh, uh, interest. Uh, because that means you still have some ways to go in your journey and you can enjoy the rest of the journey. Okay, tip number nine for um, tip number nine for podcasting and live streaming from me is remember your reasons. Uh, so re point number one was to have a reason, right? What is the reason for your podcast or your live stream? And tip number nine is to remember what those reasons are and ask yourself whether they are still applicable. Um, if they are no longer applicable and you find yourself in a rut and you feel like, ah, you hate your podcast or you hate your live stream, you don't know why you're doing it, but you just feel like you've been doing it for so long, you just need to stop. Um, then yeah, maybe those reasons are no longer applicable. Like, uh, um, maybe let's say your live stream is to, um, just for something to fill up your time, let's say, and for you to learn uh, how to do live streaming. And you've learned everything there is to learn, let's say, uh, and you no longer have the time because uh, quarantine is over, let's say. Then maybe you don't have the same reasons any anymore, right? Then maybe it's like, okay, maybe you're not getting what the same thing you're getting out of the live stream or the podcast uh, as when you first started. 
uh, you've already learned everything there is to learn and you feel like, ah, if you need to come back and do a live stream or a podcast next day, you already know how to do it and you can come back and do it and you need to take a break or you feel like um, uh, you don't have the same time anymore because uh, your, your family is complaining that you're spending too little time with them or maybe uh, you have to go back into the office every day. Uh, then that would be, yeah, then that I would say that maybe you have to uh, re-evaluate whether you want to keep live streaming or keep podcasting or uh, or cut down on it, right? Maybe cut down from a daily to a weekly. Uh, yeah. And also remembering your reasons keep you going as well. Uh, on the other hand, remembering your reasons can keep you going as well. Because uh, some days I just dread it, you know, I just... Uh, I just dread. Um, some days I, I think about like, oh, I gotta, I don't have a guest for tomorrow. I should invite someone. And then if I'm not feeling very positive at a time, I would feel like, oh, I'll ask someone and then they're going to say no, or they might not reply or they might, or might, they might uh, agree to come and then they'll come and then they'll, uh, they won't talk. Um, hope, thankfully that hasn't happened. Right. Um, but I, I always have that fear, like, what if they come and then they don't talk? And I remember my reason for it is, well, the whole reason for the, the checking in on funny people live stream is to, is to get to know them. And then if they come on and they, they don't want to talk, then yeah, maybe I've gotten to know them a little bit better, at least, you know, um, then at least, I, at least if for nothing else, I know that, oh, okay, this person's like this, they don't like to talk. Okay, at least I know that now, right? So if I remember my reasons for doing this whole um, live stream, uh, and uh, then then I can, uh, yeah, it, it takes the pressure off when I have to invite guests on, and I remember why I'm I'm inviting them on, right? Uh, yeah. So that's that one. Um, I feel like I've learned so much. Uh, Coming back to point eight, right? Enjoying the learning curve. I feel like I've learned so much in the in the three months that I've been doing this, uh, trying to figure out lighting. You know, I figured out what is a feel light, what is uh, what is soft light, what is harsh lighting, what is uh, three point lighting, what is um, back back lighting, uh, what is a hair light. What is uh, dramatic lighting? What is Rembrandt lighting? Ah, let me try this. If I turn off this light, is it? See, if I turn off this light, um, for those of you who are listening to the audio podcast, I just turn off one light. And so one, one part of my face is darker now. And that creates a bit of a dramatic effect. And uh, I quite like it, actually. So yeah, keep one side off. And uh, so this is like kind of like dramatic lighting. Although if it's, it would be, Dark, even darker if it's if it's actually Rembrandt lighting. So like this whole part of my face would be dark, and you just see like a triangle where my cheek is. And uh, yeah, I quite like it. I and now I know how to um, appreciate uh, photography a little bit deeper, you know, um, and videography a little bit deeper. And yeah, I know so much about 
man, just about cables, right? I know all about HDMI cables, micro HDMI, mini HDMI, XLR cables, and the different USB cables, USB A, B, and C. Um, I can look at the port on my computer now, and I know whether uh, the USB is USB 2.0 or 3.0. By the way, if you have a computer and you look at the where the USB port is, um, the big square one, that's a USB-A type. Um, and if it's blue, it is USB 3.0. If it's black, it's uh, USB 2.0. Yeah, so see, some information for you guys that took me forever to figure out. Um, uh, yeah, so much, man, so much. Audio editing, oh man, to learn about compression, and you know, using the graphics equalizer, um, which I, I'm I'm still like very bad at. I try not to touch it. In fact, um, but just learning about compression, and which is actually compression is really just like making sure your your soft voice. Like for me, I sometimes speak too soft, and sometimes I speak too loud, and I'm very inconsistent with the volume of my voice. Uh, sometimes I get excited, I'm really loud, and then sometimes, a lot of the time, I'm just almost barely whispering and uh, and uh, I'm very low energy. And uh, that's not really very good for podcasting, you know, or for any kind of uh, voice-related stuff, or even for live streaming, I would say it's not that ideal. So if you have a compressor, it's uh, I don't have one on right now um, because I don't have one for live streaming. But if you have one, uh, it can kind of equalize all the volume levels a little bit, makes your loud, makes your loudest points a bit softer, and makes your softest points a bit louder, and uh, and makes it a bit better, like more bearable for your listener. No compression uh, this episode, so sorry about that. But uh, maybe for future episodes, uh, yeah, so much about audio stuff I've learned. Uh, learned about noise floor and noise gates and uh so yeah if anybody needs to know anything uh okay you guys can just ask me i'll i'll sh- gladly share everything that i know uh although i feel like i know enough to i still feel like i know enough to get started i still don't know with regards to audio editing or audio equipment, I, there's still so much I don't know about. I know enough to get started in the audio world. Um, but I can't, like, my ear is sensitive enough that I will pick out, like, uh, if an audio is clipping, meaning it's uh, the gain is turned too loud and the microphone can't handle the whole range of the of the voice, uh, I can hear that uh, my ear is relatively sensitive to that now. In fact, I was listening in to my friend Janet who was live streaming yesterday and I was feeling like, I think Janet's microphone is on too loud. You know, the gain is turned up too high and I can hear a little bit of audio clipping sometimes. Um, and then was it yesterday? Last night I was in a comedy show and I heard a lot of plosives. Plosives are when you 
when you say words with a lot of P's and B's in it, and it goes like, sounds like you're blowing into the microphone. And uh, I heard a lot of plosives from uh, some other comedians last night, and I was like, ah, I can pick that out now. And I never used to uh, hear any of this stuff, and now I can, and I'm a little bit more discerning. I'm a little bit more sensitive to it, I guess. And um, yeah, I have the ear for it a little bit now. I still can't tell one mic uh, apart from another mic. Uh, like one dynamic mic from another one, I can't tell the difference between them. I can't really tell the difference between compressor mics uh, apart from when one is loud and one is not. But if you had them side by side and uh, no graphic equalization, usually I can't tell them apart. Not that discerning yet. I'm not an audiophile yet, but um, I don't know. The more I get into it, maybe I, maybe my ear is getting a bit more uh, sensitive to these things. Yeah, so much about audio stuff. I figured out how to um, mount camera stuff onto audio equipment. So there is a trick to this as well, because I realized that all uh, visual equipment, like cameras, uh, lighting, uh, they all have a quarter-inch 20 screw thread, whereas audio stuff like uh, mic stands and boom arms and... Uh, um, microphones, they all have uh, screw threads that are either 3 eighths of an inch or 5 eighths of an inch. And if you can get, if you can get uh, an adapter that has, uh, let's say, 3 eighths of an inch uh, screw hole with a quarter inch screw thread on the other end, like a screw sticking out on the other end, screw threads that are quarter inch, uh, that's a pretty good adapter that you can use to mount your lights and your cameras onto boom arms. And this little trick uh, really like cleared up so much of my table space. Like before this, I actually had all this, um, okay, I'm showing on camera now, I, all this little um, tripods, camera tripods, and uh, I had them all over my desk. I had two of them. Uh, plus one of my uh, other ones that I use for my GoPro. Uh, I had them all over my desk, and then I had cables running underneath all of them. It was a mess, and I still have one uh, mounted right now because I'm waiting for another boom arm to come in and, and replace it. And by then, um, I would have cleared up my table quite a bit. Um, yeah, just a little technical stuff like this. I've uh, I figured out a lot of this either on my own or piecing two pieces of information together, or I've asked people, you know, uh, a lot of my friends have been super helpful uh, to teach me th things, you know. Um, I learned a lot about B-Live and uh, from Brian and Kieran, and uh, also StreamYard from them. And also StreamYard, I got a lot of tips from, uh, I got a lot of tips from Stephen Bones. Uh, OBS, uh, pretty much I learned from watching YouTube. But last night, Jason gave me another tip. Jason said that uh, you could use OBS Virtual Cam, I think. And you can basically have overlays, not just within StreamYard, but you can have it within your camera. So um, 
So let's say you're a guest on somebody else's show. Uh, you can just have like an overlay, like let's say you want a logo in front of you or under you, uh, beside your face or something. You can have that appearing actually within your camera feed to them, uh, which is pretty amazing. Like I never learned this. Um, and uh, similarly, you could have uh, Snap Camera, which is something I learned from Firis Osman. Uh, you could use Snap Camera, and basically, it's like you know, you know, Snapchat or Face app. They have um, they have that thing that can like you know, you can put on a beard, you can turn into a girl, that kind of thing, right? Um, Snap Camera is kind of like Snapchat. It's I think it's made by the same people as Snapchat. Instead of using your phone, it uses your computer webcam. So yeah, I've been playing with it. I can turn myself into a donkey face. I can turn my head really big. So yeah, been playing around with these things and uh, it's fun, you know. Just trying to see the exciting thing about this whole live streaming thing um, and podcasting thing, especially the live streaming part is there's so much you can put together to create something that hasn't been tried. And who knows, you know? Uh, I saw Gajin doing it. I saw Gajin doing something with a, a stand-up. He was doing a stand-up, kind of like an impromptu, uh, semi-improv, semi-stand-up performance where he was incorporating all this visual stuff into it. And I want to try it too, you know. I want to see, like, there will be certain jokes. There will be certain jokes where you get into a character and you press a button and then you become that character. I, I think that could be a fun thing to do. Uh, although you could argue that uh, it is not stand-up because uh, you're not using your, you know, your acting skills to, to do the act out, right? But... Who cares? It's something new, you know? We're, we're stuck online now. Might as well try that now before uh, we're back on the actual stage, right? So, yep. Those are my nine tips. Is it nine tips? Yes, nine tips for podcasting and live streaming. Thanks all for listening to this. And uh, if you guys have any questions about live streaming, about podcasting, just ask me. Um, there's a bunch of things that I wish I could have done differently. Uh, if I had known, I would have done differently. But it's all part of the fun, you know, learning and making mistakes. And, and uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's been a lot of fun and I'm going to keep doing this. All right. So that's it for this episode. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Take care, everybody. Bye.